Why, hello there. This is DJ Art of the High Score 510 Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you for listening to our show. Second of all, I want to remind you with a shameless plug of our Patreon page. Join our growing community and help support an indie podcast. The perks of being a patron, you ask? Number one, you'll get our weekly quick hitters. Number two, you'll get feature conversations that are too hot for our regular show. And number three, we cannot leave out number three. Why, Jesus, we'll bless you. So go check out patreon.com backslash highscore510. And for the price of a tall pumpkin spice latte, you can help AG3 afford his Peloton subscription. Regardless of which, we appreciate your support and hope you enjoy the show. You are listening to Highscore510, where real talk is our vernacular. Fuck basketball, too, man. I realize I'm a casual basketball fan now because I only watch the Warriors play. And I only watch the Warriors play if they're winning in the second half. That's it. I, what I used to like about football is that you, you're, you're only as good as your last game. Hey, if you're good this week or you're good this year, that's it. We can celebrate, celebrate other years people were good, right? You can still celebrate somebody like Eddie George and how great a year he had back in the day. Like, he, you don't have to actually put people in context, right? Like, was he tight when he played? Or this year or that year, right? Say to Joe Montana, oh, he had those four Super Bowls. He was great during that time. And that's the thing about basketball. Like, there's all this historical shit about a three-game stretch. Like, oh, did you know Draymond Green had 15 assists and two points? You know, that's the first time that shit happened in 25 years, some shit like that. Why is that even a stat that we're talking about? Why? <laughs> I don't need to know that the Spurs have not won in Minnesota in, you know, six of the last 16 tries. Why is that a stat y'all got to put up there? Why can't we just celebrate what's going on? Anyway, I hope y'all enjoy your football game. Fuck football. I'm out. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 Podcast. In today's special episode, we open up the phone lines for our annual Super Bowl confessional hotline, where friends, family, and fans had an opportunity to call in and speak their mind on the Super Bowl and the state of affairs in our world. You have reached the High Score 510 podcast confessional hotline. Please leave a message. Yeah, this is AG3 calling in uh, with a little pre-game take before the Super Bowl. Uh, I had a friend once say, just something I noticed, I had a friend once say, we went to the NBA All-Star Weekend in Los Angeles. And a friend of mine said, the NBA All-Star Game should only be in four cities, because that was amazing. The whole city can host it. It had the right infrastructure. It was great. It was conductive to partying and everything we can do, right? And so that same friend also went to the Super Bowl and said, I believe the game should be held in only four cities, too. Like, you pick the perfect locations, you know, Los Angeles, Miami, you know, there's certain places that just seem better suited to host these large events. Well, I kind of feel the same way over broadcast. Who gets to broadcast the game? The NFL switch every year on which of its networks that pays them to broadcast games. And this year is CBS, which brings me to the crux of my problem. CBS has the game. Last year was Fox. Fox knows Fox should have it every year. Okay, so uh, I'm going for uh, Mahomes and uh, flexibility over Brady and his kind of uh, old man walking stick around the park. Yeah, I just think this is going to be a good game. It's real old school, uh, two totally different styles, and it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. So, uh, yeah, I'm going for, uh, for Chiefs. Fox know how to put on a great party. Uh, they did a great job. All the pregame festivities. It was a week long of shows you can watch, of different concerts. It was Lizzo, Post Malone, all kind of artists all, all day from the three days before the Super Bowl performing on Fox. You could find them. You could see different events, different athletes. Fox knew how to do a party. And then even to top it, one of the greatest halftime shows ever with, with J-Lo and Shakira. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So, uh, Tom Brady, fuck's sake, like, uh, the guy, okay, there's no arguing with his footballing credentials, but fuck me, stay in your lane, dude. The fucking science, like, fucking water instead of sunscreen, electrolyte, pink fucking Himalayan salt. Dude, if anyone is fucking eating babies to stay young, it's not the QAnon dudes, it's fucking Tom Brady. It's not Democrats, it's fucking Tom Brady. Why is the NFL counting on 
a network, the same network that usually pleases and usually has shows like Jag, King of Queens, and all these shows for old people. We're going to let them put on a Super Bowl. Why would you follow that Fox with CBS? They should have went to another network, NBC or something, because that's the same as having your, when your, your 70-year-old grandparents throw your 21st birthday party. It's something you just don't do. In fact, they chose the weekend to come out here and perform. It's, it's just ridiculous. And then let's get to here. Let's get to here. They invited uh, the, uh, a poet to do pregame festivals. I'm sorry, but I don't usually mix poetry reading with my NFL. Uh, I think uh, the Buccaneers will win. It will be 24-0 at halftime, and Tom Brady will come back and win, win it for 30-27. Uh, I think he's got the experience over Mahomes, and I want to see him win the seventh Super Bowl. Uh, and also, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Go Vikings. I can't actually even get the words out. I'm that fucking pissed off at how fucking exploitative the man is. He's, oh, like, massage to lengthen your muscles. I should have practiced this. <laughs> oh, Paul, help. Yeah, we don't like Tom Brady in Ireland. No, we don't like Tom Brady. He doesn't own enough land. No. No road frontage. No road frontage. No road frontage. And only three head of cattle. He drinks Protestant whiskey. And here's another problem I have. Troy Aikman was great last year. You can say what you want about not liking Joe Buck, but he could call the game decently. And then Troy Aikman's great. You know what I like about Troy Aikman? Why Troy Aikman's greater than Tony Romo? For all you Cowboy fans, you already know there's three reasons why already, right? And and that could be just three any three playoff wins over Romo, right? I like the fact that Troy Aikman don't lie to you. Romo sits there and calls out a play and act like, oh man, uh, I think they're gonna run a, I think they're gonna run this play to the left side. He acts like he didn't sit there and watch practice. For you people that don't watch a lot of football, the commentators go in before the games that week. They have meetings with the coaches. They get to watch practice. They get to do all that. And Romo want to sit there and act like he's taking a guess. For starters, it's fifty percent chance it's gonna be a run or a pass. There's another fifty percent chance that's going left or right. So he can't. It's not hard for him to predict. And plus. He already seen the practice. I'm tired of him watching Tennessee Titan games, knowing that they're going to hand off the ball on first down Derrick Henry and to say, oh, man, I think this is going to be a run left. Oh, and there it is, a runoff tackle. It's Tennessee. That's the only thing they do is runoff tackle. What I think about the Super Bowl, I got, I got mixed feelings because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chargers fan. So, you know, I kind of wanted to stay in the division. I like, I like, you know, saying that we got the best division and, our competition's high. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Patrick Mahomes do his thing again. This is my pre-Super Bowl take. We'll see what happens. I'm worried that uh, that I'm going to be bored with all the festivities. I kind of got my TV muted. I unmuted to see. There's a lot of guitar playing. I thought the game was in Nashville for some reason. I, had, I, I kept seeing black singers and guitar players. I'm not understanding what's going on here. Maybe that's the reason why they got all these black people with guitars out. It's like, hey, man, Antonio Brown made it. Could someone get my guitar? kind of got a little bit of resentment towards Brady, a little bit, because, you know, being a Chargers fan, he kind of ruined Phillip Rivers' career. The only few times we ever did make it to the playoffs, the Patriots had to bust us out. So, you know, I'm kind of, you know, licking out Brady with his new profound dietary self, his vegan meals, and without hating on Brady, I do think he's one of the best of all time. Just to see what he's doing now at this stage of his career is, um, Remarkable. And you know, here's the problem. Everyone's going to put it all on the pandemic. Everyone's going to say, oh man, the pandemic, the pandemic's the reason why we're here where we at and why, why we're stuck here, why this game isn't it, why we couldn't do the festivities the way. No, nah, no, nah, don't make an excuse for the network that's great at making background white noise so your 70-year-old grandparents or like me, my 80-year-old parents could go to sleep and take a nap in a lazy chair during the day. I'm waiting to see if CBS surprises me. I'm going to see, see if the weekend surprises the halftime show. How are you going to get the weekend? Oh, let me go out. That, you know what? You know what? Maybe for next year's Super Bowl, we could just do one of those uh, those animated, you know, how they brought, brought back Tupac? How they brought back Tupac using technology and had him performing at Coachella? Maybe they'll do that with Barry White next year, right? Since we have the weekend this year, we'll bring back slow-ass singing Barry White. Just someone that's singing slow. Or, or maybe hey, next year, next time CBS have it, we're going to have Josh Groban. God damn, CBS. What is the worst type of guest at a Super Bowl party?
a vegetarian. What is the worst type of Super Bowl party guest? The one that reacts to every single play like it's live or die, or you know, like like everything is just so intense. There's so many for me to choose from, from but I, I'll start with this one. My one of my worst Super Bowl guests is um, is the guy, the guy who brings hard alcohol, hard alcohol and no mixer to a Super Bowl party. The the one that's too drunk. The one that falls asleep at the end of the first quarter, snoring, drunk as hell. To my who's drunk, who don't need to be there, spitting on your food, laying on your couch. They might even piss on your couch, and that's what you call pissy drunk. Just, just, just sloppy. Wouldn't even invite. Came there with somebody and just start pissing on your, and spitting on your food, and grabbing links and shit. What is the worst type of Super Bowl guest? Someone who shows up late and asks who all the players are. They show up late, they don't know who's playing, and guess what? They're like, oh, who's that guy? Is he any good? Hit that guess. Oh, the one who, who doesn't understand when other people are not as into the sport as he is. Tries to explain background, stats about players, doesn't realize 50% of the people there can give a fuck about the sport. I'm going to go with the one that really gets under everyone's skin. Because while not everyone is there for the game, the vast majority of people who are at any given party or gathering to watch this game, or even if they're watching on their own, you know what they're paying attention to after the whistle blows? They're waiting for those commercials, Chart. And nobody likes somebody who's talking during all the Super Bowl commercials because I'm trying to hear about T-Mobile having the best 5G network in America. Shout out so sponsorship. Listen, if you, shout out sponsorship. We, can, we might could happen. That might could happen. No, nah, but for real, no, if, if you come over to a Super Bowl party, shut your mouth. During the commercials, go get yourself a little five-layer bean dip and shut the fat guy. A white woman with dreadlocks. What is the worst type of Super Bowl, Super Bowl party guest? The ones who ain't got a dog in a fight like me today. Because them motherfuckers just sit around, you've got a dog in a fight, you over here rooting on a the team. These motherfuckers just standing back like, oh, what kind of wings we got today? It's like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. Uh, the one who comes and asks for food before the food is done and he's hovering around the barbecue grill. That's, I just can't stand that guy. A nigga who brags something, but you wish he didn't bring it. Cause you gotta, you gotta be nice to that nigga. A nigga who brings some shit that you don't want to eat, like arugula dip, not spinach dip, some bullshit. Fuck niggas like that. I wish you just be like, hey nigga, just come. Nigga, don't, uh, just come. We got water, nigga. You, could drink a LaCroix. I don't want your bullshit. That's the worst type of fucking Super Bowl party guest. Nigga bring some off-ball branded white people shit. Just come and bring the air that you breathe. What is the worst type of Super Bowl party guest? Hillbilly. The weekend. Who invited that motherfucker? That nigga weird. Dirty whites with dingy fingernails. And don't wear proper deodorant. What is the worst type of Super Bowl party guest? A woman. I'm not seeing Brandon's face at all. I'm sure you win. That's what I'm talking about. A woman. Can't stop talking about the football game. You have reached the High Score 510 Podcast Confessional Hotline. Please leave a message. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's on my mind right now is wood. Lots of wood. I hear rumor that uh, Elon Musk was talking all about wood. That's some funny stuff. Some people think he's a little immature about but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Bert? You have any thoughts on that? Or is this just me going to give my thoughts? I don't care. Whatever Elon wants to talk about, he can talk about. Um, but I'm actually cutting some real wood right now. But crazy. So, yeah. Oh, wow. These guys. These guys did a terrible job. OMG. Hello there. I'm Jared Citizen. 
more, you know, get out of their cars. I don't know if, where'd that line go? Okay, I'm marking wood with a pen, and now I can't see the mark. Where'd it go? Hmm, that's weird. Looks like I'm gonna have to redo this one. I see a red door, and I want it painted black. No colors anymore. I see girls walking by, dressed in their summer clothes. I have to turn my head until my darkness goes. I see a line of cars, and they are all painted black, with flowers and my love, both never to come back. I've seen people turn their heads and quickly look away, like a newborn baby. It just happens. Myself, and I see my heart is black. I see my red door. I must have it painted black. No, I have a decision to make here. Putting this wood up here, but I see there's still a gap even with me putting the wood up. So now I'm thinking I should go get some caulk to caulk between the wood. Because the whole purpose was to close this gap. What do you think of that? Uh, bless me. Oh, yeah, okay, so, all right. I'll make it easy, since I don't really want to get into, like, the uh, rest of the world. Um, regarding the game, it's a really tricky situation because, uh, for many reasons, I absolutely hate Tom Brady, and I just am so tired of him. However... I feel like if he actually wins this Super Bowl, he might finally retire and get out of my life. On the flip side, I don't want Kansas City to win either because not only did they beat my Niners, but I don't want Mahomes and the Chiefs to become the next Brady and the Pats. Well, I was advised that it might be interesting to hear a few things about bicycling, great ideas. First off, get out and ride. We already discussed that. Safety first, know how to fix your flat tires and teach someone else to, you know. Show the children how to ride a bike without training wheels. No training wheels. Hello there. It is I, the Honorable Lucius Farrakhan. And I would like to say, although I do not watch football, I would like to hearken back to what... The wise man Shay Shop said about Tom Brady not renouncing his allegiance or affiliation with one Mr. Donald Trump. Now, next up, wheelies. Wheelies, really popular with the young folks and the old folks. A lot of fun doing wheelies. Problem. Wheelies can be problematic when you're just blocking traffic and being a rude MF. You know what I'm saying? Hi, uh, yeah. Uh, how do I unsubscribe from these texts? Because. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm joking, mate. I'm here. I'm here to complain about everything to do with this horrendous sport. It's not entertaining. There's nothing good about it, and it just represents everything wrong with the United States. It's just the entire sport, like designed around commercialism and advertising breaks, and just it's horrible. And you know what's the worst thing about it, Jared? Which you need to accept. Too many of these individuals, there's not enough of a skill component. There is just too much of a genetic component which makes you excel at this sport which we shouldn't be celebrating people who just genetically are, are monsters. And don't get me wrong, some of them are really skillful, but it's nonsense. Had that been LeBron James, had that been Patrick Mahomes, or even one Miss Stacy Dash, had they articulated their friendship with me, there's no doubt that the white people would have abdicated their allegiance to them. You can no longer do State Farm commercials. You can no longer be on the Heinz Ketchup commercials. For you have affiliated with the incorrect nationalist movement. Apparently, this is going longer than two minutes. He said only had a minute left. Huh. Mark in the wood here. Or a fence job. Fencing. Good business to be in. Not that kind of fencing, Jared. Uh, first of all, uh, number one, fuck football. Number two is how how does the NFL allow Tom Brady to get to the Super Bowl again? How is that how is that even possible? How how is that, how is that even a thing, right? Where for a whole year you couldn't sign Antonio Brown because he might get suspended, but he signs with the Buccaneers. He said, "Oh, it's actually only two weeks." What the fuck was that? What's up? What's up? It's Milt. Just checking in. It's, it's become very evident that, you know, we have two of the three passing quarterbacks in the NFL who have ever had 50 or more touchdown passes in a single season. Two of them are on the field right now of all the quarterbacks that have ever done that. And uh, I'm pretty sure Peyton Manning's in the building, too. So that means all three are in Tampa Bay right now, which means uh, there's one quarterback in Las Vegas that is definitely watching from afar. And uh, this is not a cutty corner shout out, but we gonna have a confessional real quick because uh, – Anyone who's paying attention to Twitter, paying attention to uh, Raiders Rumble or any of them bootleg-ass Twitter blog posts where nobody can knows how to spell and everybody has an opinion that's not worth a damn, everybody's been talking about the quarterback trade rumors. And I am hoping, beyond hope, that the Las Vegas Raiders can make a move to get a legitimate quarterback that could actually get us out of the first round, assuming that they would not break the leg in Week 16. Actually, been to try and watch a football game once. Right? The Oakland Raiders before they became the Las Vegas Raiders. I was I was there, and it was utterly embarrassing because I couldn't keep track of where the ball was. So, yeah, you just needed a little little healthy dose of uh, European cynicism on all this nonsense. Is that my ninety seconds? Am I going to get a bing here? Or are you just, just am I going to get cut off here? When the Rams went to the Super Bowl, I was almost done with football then. Like how you how you going to miss that call? Let the Rams get to the Super Bowl. And then my guy, Drew Brees, doesn't get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And this year, he looked like trash. And then you got the Raiders, who decided, oh, you know what? Let's get us a new stadium in Vegas because the city of Oakland and them just decided they wanted to break up. I didn't know they were subletting. I didn't know there was a temporary housing situation where they were just here. Hey, we'll put on an Oakland shirt, but then we're really just honestly just looking for another place to stay. Derek Carr, is he the man or is he not? The answer is no. And let me tell you why. Because when you are trying to make a move into the playoffs and become a team like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you have to have a quarterback. It doesn't have to be a wide quarterback, but you got to have a good quarterback. And Derek Carr, he might don't got it, baby. And he definitely don't got it now. Yeah, so fuck the Raiders, number one. Fuck football. And then, oh, number three, fantasy football. I have not won fantasy football in several years now. I don't know if this has part, partly partly to do with it, but I just have been, I've been trash at fantasy football. So I'm really upset about this. I realize it's a thing that happened this year to me a lot. Somebody's a game-time decision. And so all of a sudden, I have to figure out what injury they have. I got to go to WebMD. Okay, high ankle sprain. And now I, now I got to be Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, and I haven't even seen this full length. 
Now I got to decide whether or not do I go with the guy I think is going to get a lot of yards and play or the guy I know is going to play but might not get enough yards. And just like in football, I'm not the coach. I don't get to decide whether he's going to play, right? Why don't I get a choice to be like, hey, hey if he wasn't healthy enough to play, can I put somebody in that has an afternoon game? Nope, can't do that. Football been going on for 15 years. You haven't been telling me we can't sub anybody out that, that, that can't play? Fuck football, man. 30 seconds with Jason. 30 seconds with Jason. 30 seconds with Jason. This is Jay Good, Berkeley's finest, dual shock 05. Coming from Antioch right now. Just made some tea cakes from my grandmama's kitchen. I'm on my mind right now. It's cold out here, and I'm tired of it. I'm ready for some more sunshine. That's what's on my mind. My my grandmama's tea cakes that I just made. And far as the game, I ain't watched none of the game yet because I don't don't like none of the teams. If I was going for one of them, it would be the Buccaneers. And the only reason I'm going for the Buccaneers because Sebastian wanted to go to the Buccaneers because of Willie, somebody, one of his classmates. Other than that, I wouldn't have watched the game. I would have watched none of it, not a bit of it. Not a second of it. Even my dog Hansel don't want to watch it. I can't believe I'm seeing Pat Mahomes get held to the the, uh, the production that he has the first half. You know, all jokes aside, this is crazy. But look, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. And we got to talk about how the Raiders can get inspired with somebody like that under center. Because I don't think this locker room is looking at Derek Carr like he's Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. And I know Jart feels the same way. I put on my GM cap today, and I wanted to, uh, to, to float a couple trade rumors of my own that I think need to be stirring up in the interwebs. Number one, we trade Derek Carr to Tampa Bay for Tom Brady's used jersey from this Super Bowl. My first half synopsis of the game is whenever you're playing Tom, against Tom Brady, you got to go against the rest. I'm not saying – I don't think they're colluding. I don't think they're trying to – I don't go that far. There's no, there's no fix-in or anything, but they do call a certain way, and uh, they're calling hard on the Chiefs. Even on the touchdown pass to Gronkowski, they called uh, pass interference, which there was none. Uh, the interception, there was no hold. It's just, it's just been one-sided. It's been nine penalties to one, and it's been, and there have been costly penalties. It's, it's not even just about the penalty yards. It's been win, third down, fourth down after field goals. It's, it's pretty ridiculous right now. It's, the referees have basically decided this game. Hear me out. We traded. Why would we trade a starting quarterback for a piece of clothing? You know why? Inspiration. You can't spell Raider Nation without inspiration and perspiration. And I know right now, all you got to do is put that TB12 jersey up in any Las Vegas room, and you will instantly feel greatness. Since I am a armchair GM on Mondays, I'm thinking we would get, you know, probably a box of tissues, a pair of used Jordan cleats from 2006, and, uh, and one of them, uh, them elbow wristbands that he wears on his elbow that covered up his Jesus tattoo. That is approximate trade value of Derek Carr right now. Oh, another thing. Madden. Oh, my gosh. I've been putting up Madden for... Years, okay? Years. I play football on that. That's what it's a football game. I play football. I run, I run, do screens, I do button hooks, I go deep. I, I use the whole playbook, right? But every time I play online now, somebody's playing as their middle, as their free safety the entire game, and they can get from sideline to sideline in 0.3 seconds. How is somebody shaded the right side of the field get all the way to the end zone in three seconds? How? Is that possible? And none of them playing with anybody, anybody tight. They put their fucking wide receiver at, at free safety, and they're just zigzagging across the field. They can cover all the middle routes. It's stupid. It's just dumb. And we paid $70 for roster updates for six years. Oh, look. Oh, we got a PlayStation 5 version now. Oh, okay, cool. What does it do? Oh, you can see reflections in the helmet. Okay. How much does that cost? $70. The weekend. What the hell was the NFL? Jay-Z, I thought this was supposed to be part of your thing. You got the weekend. Why would you get an R&B singer that's not a performer? That probably was one of the worst halftime shows. That ranks right up there with Adam Devine and whatever the hell he's singing, do. You got the weekend. Never send a black Canadian. Jay-Z, never send a black Canadian to do a man's job. Look, would you send Michael B. Jordan to act in the color purple? Concerned citizen here. Just uh, thought I'd 
KPIX, you might have seen my name on there because somebody stole $4,000 from my EDD. $4,000 stolen from me from San Jose. I ain't never been to San Jose. I ain't been to San Jose. I don't know where San Jose is. I mean, the Silicon Valley. I don't know nothing about San Jose. I live in Antioch. How somebody steal $4,000 from me? Be exact, it was $3,709.50. That's $4,000. And they still haven't gave me my money. That happened in September of last year. And I still haven't got my money. As Aaron would probably say from The Rock, show me my money! Best Super Bowl food? Nachos. Nachos. Nachos, to be honest, nachos. Uh, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with nachos. Your food, you got your dip, you got your own stuff, you get it. Nachos or seven-layer dip? Seven-layer dip. What is the best Super Bowl party food? Give me some, like, pita chips and hummus or something. <laughs> I have to say it. It has to be the hot links. Hot links and burgers. Hot links and burgers and, and uh, some lemonade. Pink lemonade at that. Anything lacking pork. What is the best Super Bowl party food? Wings. No doubt. Pizza. Bone-in wings, because I'm the wing king. It depends how big the party is. If it's a small party, I'm going to say chicken wings. If it's a big party, I'm going to say uh, jalapeno poppers. Any type of wings for a Super Bowl party, mandatory. I need at least three dozen on the table, period. What is the best Super Bowl party food? Oh, chicken wings for sure. Chicken wings with the carrot sticks and celery? Oh, yeah. Gotta go with the wings. Always wings, pizza. Pizza's a close second, you know, just for the convenience. But you gotta have some, some good wings. Maybe some fries, who knows? I don't fucking know pizza. Pizza easy to go to. As long as I ain't gotta cook it. If I gotta cook it, we're gonna have some issues. You might not like my food. Unless it's like a hot dog or some nice uh, mac and cheese, that good white trash food, I'm good at that. Everything else, call my wife. Uh, hot wings, baby. Hot ones. Okay, okay. Emphasis on the hot. A fine cucumber walnut gazpacho. There's this little thing you can do with a Vienna sausage that's pretty wild. You can like fire them up like they really good hot dogs. You split them in half, butterfly them bitches, and put them on the grill. It's pretty, it's pretty tasty. I think it's perfect for the Super Bowl. I call them, uh, Fried, dyed, laid to the side, via the sausages. They're pretty good, man. You have reached the High Score 510 Podcast Confessional Hotline. Please leave a message. Hey, what's up, y'all? I, I, you know, I checked in earlier. After three quarters, I watched the Super Bowl. It's like, damn, how many penalties... How many flags do you need to keep throwing out there, man? Over uncatchable balls. You can't even catch it. You can't even catch the ball. That's your stretch Armstrong. It's just like, are you kidding me? It's almost to the point where I don't even like watching sports at times because of stuff like this. And we all know Tom Brady threw 
three interceptions against the Packers. So I was like, all right, this helped this man out to win another fucking Super Bowl, man. It's ridiculous. They say life is an illusion. And if it is an illusion, then Brady's actually not winning. That means Mahomes is winning. I'm signing off to JT Skeezer, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sanders himself. I'll see you later. It gives the NFL, uh, uh, you know, they've had Tom, uh, they had Joe Montana and a couple other legends that they could always harken back on. This is just going to allow the that chase for anybody else that's going to be great. This is, this is their, how they're going to manipulate it in the story. That's why they're doing it, probably is that they're going to be like, oh, now we have an opportunity to have somebody who uh, sets like a crazy, unattainable record because records are meant to be broken anyways, but he's going to set a record that seems like it can't be broken and we're going to be hyping up all these young stars. Oh, he's the next quarterback that could break that record or this is the next team that could break that dynasty. So they're just doing this to build up their own hand jobs they're going to be giving themselves in the future. That's all it is. The NFL giving itself a hand job from behind so they think it's somebody <laughs> else's hand. Fuck. The NFL, uh, fuck Tom Brady, and fuck the referees. Bitch ass, what up, bitch ass, bitch, bitch, bitch ass. What if it was, say, Marcus Garvey? Had Marcus Garvey been around today, a pan African nationalist, they would have, once again, economically, socially, and spiritually lynched those brothers. And he wore a crooked Napoleon hat. Let me tell you what's on my mind, Jared. Right now, I'm watching a game that is really garbage. It was, it's not worth the hype. It's like a, it's like a fucking Logan Paul fight. You go in the ring, you got these weird expectations, but at the end of the day, motherfuckers ain't gonna do what you want to do. Referees get involved too much. They keep showing this chick referee on the side, which is all good, but it's all women rights and everything. But it's like, what's the story here? We're talking about a referee. We're talking about Tom Brady. You got Gronkowski over here. Look like he just got a fucking college party over here catching touchdowns left and right like he's sitting back in his prime and shit. I'm just sick of this fucking game. I want my Raiders up in there. Enough of this bullshit. I ain't got nothing to record, nigga. I'm gonna scratch my nuts for the whole 90 seconds. I gotta waste all my time scratching my nuts, nigga. That, that's it. I am tired of these bitch motherfuckers out here doing this bullshit. I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call my local representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that cracker coon colonizing ass skeezer, and I'm gonna ask her because maybe she can come and figure out and dig up what the conspiracy is that's going on with this game. Because that bitch is crazy, and this game is crazy. Tell me where you want me to stop scratching my nuts. <laughs> quarterback alone because you can't have him <laughs> i know you want him jared but you can't have him you got too you're too close to that number four deck that prescott it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be a uh number four car jersey in that blue and silver you gotta come to the silver and black if you want him y'all need to leave my quarterback alone Derek Carr, mvp 2021 kanye 2025 whatever next election is it's all good learn how to ride in a straight line while looking behind you Yes, sometimes you want to know what's coming up behind you. Very good, very good skill to have. Yeah, no, seriously, I got all sorts of bike tips. Just ask a question, I'll give it to you. Two wheels is a very freeing thing, you know? Pretty awful game. Tom Brady's was uh, was awesome. I thought the books, defense uh, made it easier for, for Brady. Mahomes... Doesn't seem like he's set himself since he got knocked out a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Book seems to have uh, smothered the Kansas City uh, offense, but it's been a, been a pretty pretty poor game to watch as an outsider. Man, you know I can't I can't think of Super Bowl that just didn't just didn't do it for me like like this game did. Man, you know it's I thought it was gonna be a high scoring game for both teams, and then you know. I see how Mahomes out here running for his life almost on every drive. Throwing picks, 
I always want to see a good game tonight, and this is terrible. This was terrible. Man. I'm gonna hop on Madden just to just to give me just give me the satisfaction of a good game or something. Cause like this was horrible. I wish I had something that you own, so when I was done scratching my nuts, I could then put it on something you own. Cause I'm like between the shorts, like I'm underneath the shorts, going in deep. Uh, niggas ain't shit. Oh, Black History Month. Yeah, that's right. Black History Month. Yeah, look up famous black uh, bicyclists. And, of course, probably the most famous that people never have heard of would be Major Taylor. Yep, look him up. A couple documentaries and movies about him. Absolutely, this is Black History Month, isn't it? Sure, it was last time I was checked. 30 seconds with Jason. 30 seconds with Jason. 30 seconds with Jason. I'm happy for Tom Brady. You know, that's, that's good. I'm, I'm not a fan of his, but, I, you know, I'm happy he got his seventh Super Bowl ring. You know, that's good. But it's time for him to retire and let some, some, some new cats get in there and uh, get one of those rings. I think it's time. It's his time. I don't know how many steroids he took to be out there playing, uh, but uh, that's what, that's what's on my mind right now. Other than, like I said, my grandmother's tea cakes. Super Bowl confessional hotline. I'm calling in to express my complete trauma experience today of watching the white face SNM subliminal messaging. Well, now that Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl wins. Is he now Jordan? Or is he greater than Jordan? Will Aaron stop releasing his kids all over the world? These are questions I want to know. Um, shoot, Aaron, if you can give me a call personally and I get this answer, this will be great. I would love to come on and just have a conversation and to see why your Popeye arms only big on one side. All right, usually this day is a holiday to me. Uh, I celebrate. This is the culmination of my season long watching football, taking up Sundays, paying for every game, having the NFL package. This is this is what I waited for. Usually it's kind of a sad day because it's the last game, but it can end on a good note. But Tom Brady ruined that for me. I don't dislike Tom Brady. I kind of, you know, I can respect people. I respect the Celtics, the Larry Bird Celtics as a Laker fan. I respected Jordan and uh, the Bulls as a Laker fan. I, I enjoy the Warriors, even though Kevin Durant kind of hated on that, but I still enjoy what they did and respect them for what they did. Um, and so I'm going to say this, so the Sony is shooting guns over here. But I doubt there's a Tom Brady fan out here in, the, in, in West Oakland. I'm going to keep the dog in. And so, yeah, calm down, folks. I know, I'm mad too. Tom Brady ruined it for me too. If they had even the audacity to work in partnership with one Mr. Dr. Umar Johnson. They would have neutered any future endeavors for the social political movements. And Dr. Umar Johnson only got $700,000 in donations. Donations. Gifts. Donations and gifts. My Super Bowl holiday was ruined by the NFL refs with a lopsided first half that made the second half not worthy of watching. I started making dinner, but I am glad I did get to I did get hit into a breakoff room. Shh. I did get hit into a breakoff room, and Aaron Wright did ask me about the video that I won. I believe it was like three years ago. I believe it was three years ago that I won a bet where I did what I needed to do, and it was all these rules and stipulations on how I could claim my, 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 my winnings. I did my end. I don't know what else to do. I guess Tom Brady did what he had to do to win. I did what I had to do to win. You know, difference is Tom Brady, they handed him the Super Bowl trophy, Super Bowl MVP, and I'm still over here with just, you know, one arm, don't have the inches that I thought it was gonna have already. Soul Raider checking in again. One of my questions is, what the fuck was on Andy Reid's face the whole goddamn game? Was those his grandma's panties or what? They were just hanging off his nose. I don't know if he's seen it or not. And the statement is, fuck both teams, Raider Nation, 
And most importantly of all, fuck AB and fuck Tom Brady and fuck the Chiefs too. So fuck everybody on this game. I'm out. Did you have citizen again? Just giving the call to say congratulations to Tom Brady. You've proven to be one of the American icons of sport. Arguably the greatest American athlete of all time. But I also want to say congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. It was a unfortunate game, impacted unduly by the referees, I would say, in my fair assessment. However, the plays were made by the champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so congratulations. Donald Trump cleared $200 million from his base, which little has gone to researching, investigating, or even proving some type of voter fraud. Yet Tom Brady is free to walk around with a morally corrupt man. Yet you turned the finger and pointed at me, or you turned the finger and pointed at Dr. Umar Johnson. I've got an idea. Dr. Umar Johnson, change your name to Dr. Umaga Johnson. 30 seconds with Jason, 30 seconds with Jason, 30 seconds with Jason. They, they're actually really delicious. I was surprised that I actually came out. And, uh, you know, they came out really well. But, um, you know, because I haven't had them since 1980. And I just, it just came to me last night. I mean, out of a dream or something. I don't know. Maybe it was the, the, the my grandma came to me and said, Boy, you better make some, some of my tea cakes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it was. It was a damn sure with no tink tink or no alcohol. And I'm sure it was the spirit of my grandma came to me and said, make some tea cakes for the Super Bowl, baby. I would like to read an inspirational poem for one Mr. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, inspired by one Mr. Paul Walker. The poem goes something like this. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from whence we begin. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again Hey, I'm Jared. This is for Jared. Hey guys, also, this is my podcast. Uh, I haven't said this enough. This is my podcast, so I'm coming back to let y'all know that Jared will be receiving a cease and desist for this podcast really shortly. If this podcast is named a high score with any address on the end of it or any zip code or any area code, Jared will have to pay me $100 every time he says it. So just want to tell you all, cease and desist coming. I lawyered up. I got a lawyer. I'm working with the lawyer. Go ahead and send Jared the paperwork. And that nigga about to get sued. Hey, it's going to be interesting. Let's see how it is. That's all I got, Jared. Can't wait to see you, nigga. See you at Small Plans Court. Secret to success. It's diet. Uh, it's diet. I could say something else, but I'm not gonna. Jade eggs. What is Tom Brady's secret to success? Uh, uh Trump. Trump. That's the deal he made with the devil. Him and Trump, they made the deal with the devil together. I think Trump introduced them to uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who introduced him to Dick Cheney. 
Uh, his coach is Mickey Mouse. What is Tom Brady's secret to success? Eating babies, obviously. Uh, what is his secret? Oh, it's it's baby fetuses. It's it's <laughs> the same as uh, what you call it, your mind from South Park, uh, Superman. I think he eat Mexicans. I think I think he eats Mexicans, little baby Mexicans. He eats them. He he fries the butt, fried, dried, and legs besides now, just like those Vienna sausages. What is Tom Brady's secret to success? Oh man, it's gonna give me some trouble. It's that Giselle vaginal water. It's like it was it was blessed by an Eskimo man at a glacier in Alaska. It's that Bobby Boucher wet wet baby. Giselle Boucher. Uh, probably some shit like Giselle Boucher's uh, booty sweat. Some of that uh, ass liqueur. What is Tom Brady's secret to success? Got a damn thing. Cameras at the opposite team's practice. Deflated footballs. <laughs> Steroids. Riggery. The NFL riggery. Them referees. What is the secret to Tom Brady's success? Drugs. I don't think it's really a secret, but I would say it's it starts with uh, the NFL uh, conspiracy. I don't know if you got the conspiracy brother sound. Uh, NFL conspiracy, uh, number one. So he's the person that can have scandal after scandal, but somehow, <laughs> but somehow, still, still is allowed to benefit from all the other, all the other things, right? He can have secret backhand deals, like, oh, let me go talk to Antonio Brown. That's, hey, Gronk, you retired? Hey, man, why don't you, why don't you come out? Why don't you come out of retirement? Hey, now we're not gonna drug test you, because because last time we saw Gronk, he could really fucking walk, and now he's running a four-two. What? The government and white privilege. What is the secret to Tom Brady's success? Fuck you. <laughs> this is the number one reason Tom Brady is even successful right now. Is is thanks to a motherfucking NFL referee. I believe the year was 2002. It was a, a man that man by the name of Charles Woodson got a nice tackle fumble. And for some reason, the referees decided, oh, no, let's start riding Tom Brady's dick for the rest of the millennia, and we'll give him a nice little silver platter. Him and Bill Belichick's bitch ass couldn't go on to the Super Bowl, win that shit. Fuck the Raiders. And then uh, <laughs> that is the very key to Tom Brady's success. And for the NFL, Jock riding his dick from here, from back then all the way till now.